You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys. Ted, we're officially 11 days away from the boys of fall returning and three days away from your boys starting their season. Thursday night football, Florida Gators travel to Utah to take on the Utes, the two youths, I should say, Utah Utes. So, yeah, football is back. Football is full fledged. We're going. We're moving yeah, straight ahead. Yeah, two weeks from tonight, ahead. the Jets will be playing on September 11th against the Bills. And two weeks from today, the New York Giants will either be 0 and 1 or 1 and 0. Well, hopefully, with the nonsense in Dallas, they'll be 1 and 0. But we'll see I mean, could I, could I just quickly say something? Because I've literally watched Get Up, I've watched First Take, you've watched The Herd. Wow. I saw on, um, you know, Undisputed started today with Michael Irvin, Sherman, Skip, and uh, Keyshawn. <laughs> Yo, Michael, I don't care what anybody says. Michael Irvin, every time he speaks, I know that he is such a fanatic of the Dallas Cowboys, but he cracks me up. Like, he is generally probably the funniest person. On, like, like Stephen A. Smith tries to be funny. I don't find him to be funny. Shannon has his moments, but Michael Irvin, just his his excitement. And the way he just gets, I feel like he's gonna blow a gasket. It just he cracks me up. But when he talks about the Dallas Cowboys, it's just it's like, okay, we get it, Michael. We get it. We know you love the Dallas Cowboys more than life itself. But all I just want to say is, it's like here we go again. It's 2023. We're going on 28 years of the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys once again. Jerry Jones once again wants to find himself in the headlines, just making st- stupid comments. That's all I'll say. We're not going to get into it because if you want to go watch it, go watch on Get Up. Go watch on First Day because everybody was going absolutely bonkers that Trey Lance got traded to the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones is just Jerry being Jerry. That's why if you love him, you love him. And if you hate him, like us, you hate him. But we're not here to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We're just not because I'm just not talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I don't want to. We're talking today we're going to do something different. We're going to talk about a little teams, couples teams today in the NFL. Super Bowl 58. You can also check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So five teams. We're going to talk about our five teams heading in to the 2023-2024 season. Followed by next season, uh, next week, we'll talk about we're going to get our, our top 10 teams heading into the season. We'll post that on our social medias as well, so check that out. And then we will have our preview show coming up. Within the next week and a half because, well, the NFL starts in 11 days. Today we're talking about the top five teams most likely to win Super Bowl 58. But we are taking out, disregarding the two teams that were just representing each conference in the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, because I think both of us can say that I think we both can agree that these two teams will be one of the major factors, one of the major contenders playing late in the season and having an opportunity to either repeat as champion or having a new world champion. So we're not putting the Philadelphia Eagles, so people that watch this show and they're going to see our list, they're going to say, oh, what the hell are they talking about? Why did it not have the Eagles? Why didn't it have the Chiefs? Because we are taking away those two teams because they just played. We're disregarding them. So we're going to take them out of the equation and we're going to give you our 
five teams, AFC and NFC, that could be most likely to win Super Bowl 58. So, Ted, let's dive into it. I want to just, I know we're probably, I don't know how you want to do this. We could do five, we could do four, we could do three, or we could just do straight through five through one. I don't know how, it's up to you. Like, I'm asking you straight up on the question, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do five through one, or do you want to go five, give our explanation, brief explanation, and then do four, and then work here's, away? Here's where I'm at with this. And I forgot if I even sent you the list or whatnot. I think I you have your own. I think you have your own. You never sent me anything. Yeah, right? which I, is fine. I no, probably, that's fine. I, that's yeah, fine. I want you to keep it that way. Yeah, I didn't want to know because I don't even ha- don't know where it is, and I just thought of it in my head. And literally, when I thought about this, and as I'm thinking about it, it's really four AFC teams and one NFC team. The, the one NFC is the obvious. I don't see anyone else in the NFC at that level. Now, of course. Let me let me put this. There's a next. There's a like a uh, what's an asterisk next to it. I would, of course, I'm gonna put the Giants as a asterisk because I'm a Giant fan, right? Things go right. But if I'm speaking just figuratively as a as a football fan, I think there's really only two teams in the NFC that are gonna make the Super Bowl. It's either gonna be the 49ers or the or the Eagles. Personally, to me, yeah, right. I, I, I'm not putting Dallas. Dallas will find a way to screw it up. Do you I'm think like, it's fascinating? Dallas, I, I, think Dallas, I think Dallas has the potential, the talent, yeah. and I put them at six. Do you think it's fascinating, though, that possibly we talk about how, how great we've been talking about this AFC conference and how all football fans are really just looking forward to how this AFC is going to play out? But don't you find it fascinating that possibly, quite possibly, the three, I'll go even as far as the three best overall rosters from top to bottom could all be in the NFC? I mean, realistically, the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, look, you know how I feel about Dallas, but I mean, Dak, I know might be, and and McCarthy might be the biggest question marks, but when you look at those teams, I mean, Philly doesn't have a weakness. The 49ers, probably their only weakness and question mark, and maybe the biggest question mark in the entire NFL is how Brock Purdy's going to kind of reshape his image after last season's surprising start that he had to his career. And then Dallas... Like I said, other than McCarthy and Dak, you look at their roster. Tony Pollard is a solid, solid running back. You saw what he did last year, the receiving core. Then you get the offensive line, the D-line, the linebacking crew, the corners, the safeties. I mean, they really don't have a lot of weaknesses. Is it fair to say that the three best possible rosters constructed in the NFL right now are all in the NFC, even with the AFC, how great it is? I would put the Bengals over the Cowboys. The Bengals are loaded. Their offensive line is loaded. Joe Mixon, three receivers. What is their defense? Their D line. Their D line is still really good. They lost, defense, a, lost some people in the defense. Their defense secondary is not the same. Their defense will be fine. And that offense is so potent. And it's Joe Burrow. He makes up for that. I, I get it. I was just asking. I was just asking straight up. Uh, listen, it's a, you can make the legit argument if we want to break it down. I was trying to think like the Bills. No, I think the Bills have flaws. The running back, the offensive line, I think has holes. Um, yeah, I I love Baltimore. I I love Baltimore. I think they're a very very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Especially if if and here and here's the big if. I mean, it's the biggest if if Lamar's healthy, bro. When Lamar, yeah. I get it. He's got to start proving it in the in the playoffs because as a regular season, he dominates. When he when he plays, they win. It's like sixty five percent of the time. Yeah, him. You know, and we, and we talked about this before. That AFC North is going to be stacked. I'm sorry, but Pittsburgh is. Oh is, no, 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 they're not going anywhere. And yeah. and I don't know what to make of the Browns because they have they have a 
You want to talk about another team, a loaded team. That's a loaded team. That's secondary with Denzel Ward, um, the safeties, the linebackers, the defensive line, the offensive line who is legit, top t- top three running back. Quarterback has the potential of being a top three guy. Let's not forget, before all the shenanigans, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Was. They have a number one and one Amari Cooper. They traded for Elijah Moore from yep. the Jets. So they have the potential. David Njoku at tight end. They have the potential to be great. It's just, what do you make of that comp, that division? I mean, They're just going to beat each other. I just said the Bengals might the have the best roster. Baltimore is fully loaded. They revamped Zay Flowers, Beckham. Bateman, Mark Andrews, offensive line should be really good. Their defensive line is always stout. Best kicker in football. You know what I mean? Roquan Smith. I mean, I guess Marlon Humphrey's out. I mean, we've we've talked of this to amnesia, but I mean, even the AFC East, I mean, bro, you can make the case that Miami's got the best roster. I mean, they have some falls on the offensive line, but the, the weapons on I mean, the outside, Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, the defensive line. I mean, they're, the Jets are loaded. So there's a lot of potential, but if we're sticking to what the five teams are, I think the most likely I'm going to put the Bengals at number one just because of the Joe Burrow thing, and they've been there and they feel like they're right there on the mm-hmm. cusp, and they've almost had it last year. I'd put the 49ers at two, and then the three teams would be the AFC teams. Um, I still think you got to put the Bills in. I think a lot of people are disrespecting the Bills, but maybe this can all build up as a thing like us against the world. Um, the Bills I would put there. And then, and this is where I get, this is where I get tough. Where do I put the Jets? Where do I seriously put the Jets? The hype is, the hype with this team is real. In the entire NFL. Huh? Are the Jets the the wild card of the NFL? And when I mean wild card, it's like they can go either way with because because look at the, look at the schedule. Their schedule is absolutely brutal one through eight. But their but their talent is is top notch. You got Aaron Rodgers. I, mean, I can also say that if two two is the wild card because if he's healthy, what's the potential of this Miami Dolphins team? Yeah, but like, don't you don't you want the more proof? Like that's the that's the question. That's the that's the situation though, and how you got to well, differentiate the two because Tua is one concussion away from saying a goodbye to a career. Aaron Rodgers, we know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I mean, he's an all-time great. He's a top five, top three to some, to some, even the greatest quarterback of all time. I wouldn't never go that far. But realistically, you're trying to compare Tua to Rodgers. Like, you already know what Rodgers is going to do. It's more of like, what's Salah going to do? What's that offensive line going to be like? Like, if they can do all the right things because their D-line, their defense is nasty. That's a championship-level defense. You got the weapons now. But if that offensive line sucks, just like the Dolphins, Tua's career is over, and the and the Jets are going to just have a, a failed season. That's the difference I between just the hope Jets that and I'm the not, Dolphins. I just hope that I'm not hitting too hard on the hype train of the Jets. Because potentially, and listen, you we've knocked this before, potential gets you in trouble. Tell me what's given and guaranteed, not potential. Right, I got a potential to win a hundred million dollars, but guess what? I'll take the million. You know, like you know, you're guaranteed that hundred million. I mean, million they made a movie called Any Given Sunday. Any so, Given Sunday, somebody can win, somebody can lose. Here's here's the five teams. It's the Bengals for me. It's the 49ers. It's the Bills. It's the Ravens and the Jets. I'm only taking the Jets over Miami and the Chargers because I don't trust the Chargers for the history of my life that I can remember. Chargers Same here, family. bro. Same and there. then, and then Miami because of the Tua situation where he's one concussion away, 
and he really hasn't played in the playoffs, how well at least I know Rodgers has been there, done that. You know what I mean? And as much as hard to say, I think I take that Jets defense over the Miami's just because that potentially that D line could destroy. I mean, we've seen it before. We saw what Tampa I mean, the Bay. Jets might have a tough. Yeah, we saw what a Tampa Bay D line. Right we, saw, we saw what a New York Giants line. We've seen what a defensive line could do to mm-hmm. a, a, a half-ass offense, like even a decent. Offense. I mean, listen, Patriots offense line in two thousand seven was legit. All the Giants, they were all pros. Dominant. Logan Mankins, Matt Light. I mean, they had they had studs on that offensive line, and like you said, a great defensive line can. That's what it can do to a game. Can change everything for a game. I literally have the same five teams, Ted. I just have them in different order, realistically. I The 49ers, to me, have the most complete team. Now, we have to monitor. and It's crazy to think that two Super Bowl-caliber teams are literally could be facing. I don't want to get to the word crisis because crisis is a very, very strong word. But two Super Bowl contending teams could be facing crisis mode because two of the best players, not just defense, but two of the best players in the NFL might either be on another team or maybe even sitting out. There won't be on another player. And I would, the one of the players, because one Ryan Poles has reached out to the Kansas city chiefs about Chris Jones. That's the other player. Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Ryan GM of the bears reached out to the chiefs about Chris Jones. All I'm trying to say is those those two guys right there are game-changing level players, especially for the Chiefs, because the Chiefs, like the 49ers defense, if Bosa's not there, we've seen him without what he's been de- – he's dealt with injury in the past, but we know fact is on the field. They still have so much depth on that D-line. Their no, line he is the, the best in the game. Of course. I wouldn't say he's the tone setter, though. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I saw Fred Warner is the tone no. setter for that team. Who, who was who was higher ranked in the top 100 players? I get it. He's, I'm not saying he's a better – I'm not saying Fred Warner is oh, a might be the best defensive pass rusher in the game. I'm not saying that Fred that Fred Warner is a better defensive Bo- player. Bo- I'm saying he might tone. be the, the main catalyst, the leader of that Bo- defense. Bosa. So that then the 49ers, like you look at that roster top to bottom, there's not a lot of question marks. But if Bosa's not there, that's a major, major, I, like I said, I don't want to use the word, but like crisis because that guy is it's a game changer. And Absolutely. then we got to go to the offense. Purdy, you were incredible last year. The man took the offense by storm, took the league by storm, and everybody's like, holy hell, who is this guy? Seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant, and he's in the NFC title game. Now you're coming off of elbow injury, elbow surgery. You're the guy. This is who they wanted. Since the offseason, if he was going to be healthy, he was going to be the plug-and-play guy, and now he is. No Trey Lance anymore. There's a major question mark surrounding him. Well, yeah, because he's only played in seven games. So there's still a yeah. question mark. Like, listen, he hit it hot. I get it. It's like one of those And they start the season on a tough note. They play the Steelers week one. That ain't no gimme, man. The Steelers, oh, no. I, wa- I don't know if you watched them in the preseason this yeah, year, you know. but yeah, they Pick- kicked ass. Pick- and Kenny better. Pickett, man, Kenny Pickett. Well, the and they got play- I mean, they got players. Listen, they're yeah, off- they, they picked their offensive line a little bit. 
Remember, they drafted the kid out of uh, Georgia this year, the tackle. They jumped in front of the Jets. Roger Jones, yeah. They got they got two legit receivers in George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Don't forget about my boy Darnell Washington, 6'7", speedster. Dean oh, yeah. Killer. Remember Who's I had him in the first round? Remember, you, remember I had him in the first round and he ridiculed me in the mock draft? I knew that wasn't going to happen. I, I believe they also have the other tight end from what Penn State, uh, Pafirmu. They got Deontay yeah, Johnson. Really the they got kid. Pickens, Najee Harris, Harris. Harris. And then here's the thing: now you're going to get a healthy TJ Watt, who's one of yeah. the best pass rushers, was the defensive player of the year like two years ago. Cameron Hayward, the defensive line will be solid. Linebacker secondary should be better. Yeah, this this team is is hungry, especially you know. I mean, listen, they still had a love winning percentage last year. Again, miraculously. Oh, they're like three. And he's, seven. Never had, he's never had a losing season with them. Let me finish up my top five. I had the Bills at two. I just believe in Josh Allen. I know that he struggled a little last year, not having Brian Dable and Ken Dorsey. That kind of changed. Maybe now second season with that system again. Maybe he cuts down on the turnovers. Bills two over the and 49ers. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the Bills, man. I'm sticking with the Bills because. Well, then I'm assuming you have the Bengals at three then. Correct. I believe in Josh Allen. The thing is, the situation, and I think that you talked about the big situation Man, that maybe 24 hours from now, if I'm this team, the Buffalo Bills, I'm going to ask Indianapolis Colts, what do you want for Jonathan Taylor? Because you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor. I know that offensive line has been awful. But you get Jonathan Taylor, you take away all the pressure I say most of the pressure from the running game because Josh Allen has been your leading rusher the past couple of years. That's a problem. Yeah. Like I get it. Jalen Hurts has been a lead. Has been yeah, but you don't want there. your quarterback to be the leading rusher. But you prefer to not have your quarterback being your leading rusher. You go get Josh, Jonathan Allen. Your, your window is closing. Jonathan Allen's there for the taking. The Dolphins, Jonathan Allen is there for the taking. Like these well, teams that have this well, the Super Bowl type window, a, uh, second, and I believe it was a they want a first. A Colts and the Colts said no. Um, you know, don't forget the Miami also went after Dalvin Cook too, and Dalvin took the yeah. took, took the Jets. So I mean, for the Bills, yeah, here's the thing: it's kind of a must win because a lot of people probably don't realize, it, and we kind of you know we'll take this from the information that we've gathered. But Josh Allen's salary cap hit next year is almost eighteen percent of the, the the total cap. So good. you're going to have to make some huge, you know, like here's the thing, Von Mill, I know he signed a big deal, but it's like, you know, things change year to year, man, but guys can get cut whatnot. Like the Bills window and cap, but we've seen it already. I mean, look at the Chiefs, right? Mahomes' cap hit is starting to play a role because think about it, like, they can go after any of the big time receivers, Beckham or DeAndre Hopkins. They're running with a lot of rookies. Their defense, if you remember, I think they started six or seven rookies last year or young, first or second year players. Mm -hmm. So they're very young. So that's why, you know, and then you look at their offensive line. I believe I sent it to you. Like, they're going to have to pay some offensive linemen extra. I believe Creed Humphrey is up for a, renew a renewal for a contract. He's one of the three best centers still in the trying game. to figure out this Chris Jones situation, too. I mean, they couldn't pay Orlando Brown. He went to the Bengals. So you have Well, that's because they paid Juwan Taylor. Which is stupid. I, I, I which I didn't – I didn't – don't know why, maybe. It wasn't that good for Jackson, though, but whatever. Hey, listen, I don't know. Maybe he's younger. Maybe there's something at more edge, I don't know, agile Orlando, where they see something. Orlando Brown just got drafted a few years back. He's pretty young. Uh, maybe it was just out of the Maybe it was just out of the question. The, hey, listen, you're not going to question the Chiefs considering where, where their percentage of winning and how well they've been successful as an organization, especially since Andy Reid, even going back to the Alex Smith years. They've been a winning franchise. 
even with Alex Smith, yeah, they didn't get over the top, but they were winning 9, 10, 11 games every year. They just didn't have the yeah, quarterback. Yeah, there's one franchise that's not going to get criticized in today's NFL. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, every other t- type of franchise, no joke, 2 through 32 is realistically has some sort of – could be criticized other than the Chiefs because they've been dominating. The Bills yeah. are one of those teams. You're going to have to figure out, like Ted just said, their ca- that cap, Josh Allen's cap hit, you better figure it out sooner or later. Because that once that cap it goes, you're going to be saying bye to players. Tremaine Edmonds has already been gone. Von Miller soon is going to be probably retiring. What are you going to do with the two safeties? Like, that's Diggs. the thing. Tredavis, Diggs. White, Diggs. I mean, Diggs could be – this could be his final year in Buffalo. Buffalo's got to figure it out. Cincinnati, we're going to see how this plays out too for them because well, Joe Burrow still hasn't been signed long term. I'm waiting to see how big the numbers are going to be for that. I'm I'm I'm, I'm figuring they're going to be astronomical because Justin Herbert's was huge. He's I, I figured it's going to be close to what two seventy. It, listen, it's going to be it's going to be Herbert's. That's the thing. It's going to be Herbert's. What do you but mean yeah, Herbert? Burrow? Uh, Herb, Burrow's contract will beat Herbert's. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, what do you say? I, what do you think? Two seventy. Yeah. I mean, the the question will be, what is the the whole details of the contract because as a bang organization you still have to be a little worrisome what's he been in the league four years he's been hurt twice had a major in the had the knee injury and now the calf strain yeah leg injuries too you worry about you know you just worry about because you know the potential with him is is through the roof you know like he said the window for success is my whole career well you hope hope so you know that's what all i'm trying to say is that yeah all these teams have some sort of pressure or some sort of, oh, I guess, adversity going into this season. I got the Ravens at four. I love the Ravens team. I think with Todd Monk in there now, changing the offense from Greg Roman, pass heavy, going to let Lamar throw the ball. He got Beckham. Ted already explained it. Zay Flowers, I think, is going to be a stud. You already saw some glimpses of that in last last week's preseason game. I think he's going to be their number one receiver this year. Mark Andrews is going to be Mark Andrews. That offensive line, if they could stay healthy. The big question for them is, Lamar, past two seasons, they've jumped out to great leads in in the division and in the conference, but they've squandered it because of the health of LJA. He's got his contract now. Now he has to go deliver. And just like we talked about Josh Allen, just like we talked about Justin Herbert, going to have to start winning some playoff games. And that's what it comes oh, down yeah. to. And then for me, look, I, you know how I feel about this team right now. Me, I think I think the hype is going to be so big and so much for this team to handle that I just don't see. I just see it crashing and crumbling down. I mean, look at I don't first see. I don't see how it. I don't see how this team wins twelve to thirteen games, or I don't see how this team comes out of the AFC. I mean, if they do, great for them because they do have the tools to do it. I just see with this offensive line that there's so many questions. I've seen in the preseason, I've seen it in a hard knocks. Like they have some major issues. And we've also seen in the past, Ted, too, that when things go sour, Mr. Aaron Rodgers becomes sometimes a little baby. Now I get it, a lot of people do that. Brady's done it before. We've seen it. But Rodgers is like, we've seen it far too often from Aaron Rodgers. And he's come up short a lot recently. So I know that everybody's like, oh, the Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers now. We're we're going straight to the Super Bowl. Well, let's we got to pump the brakes on that because 
we don't, this team hasn't fully gelled yet. We just saw maybe a quick glimpse of it on Saturday against the Giants. Rodgers and Wilson is going to be one of the top duos in the in the game of football this year. I mean, listen, how are they going to be able to run the football? Is Brees Hall going to be effective enough offensively for this team in the running game? They're going to rely on Dalvin Cook, who's a nice, great number two slash one guy to have if Brees Hall's not fully healthy. But who's their other receivers that's going to step up? Is Alan Lazard going to be their number two guy? Like, really, we're relying on Alan Lazard, a guy that's been more of a number three and a number four his entire career? Oh, no, we're going to rely on Mr. Overliable, Randall Cobb. I know that Garrett Wilson's an absolute stud, but, like, after that, it's like, who did the Jets rely on offensively? And I'm not talking about the defense because their defense speaks for itself. Well, I mean, look at their first six games. Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles. Tell me where the guaranteed win is. Listen, as much as we even the Patriot, even the Patriot game isn't a given. Belichick loves sticking it to the Jets and figuring out how to outsmart them. Is that home? Is that home or away? It's home. So the Jets are home against the Bills, week one, at the Cowboys. Yep. Home against the Patriots. Home against the Chiefs, October first, at the Broncos, and then home against the Eagles. So yeah, they get like four of the first six games at home. But two and three. Two sometimes, and three. That, sometimes that puts more pressure. Two and three heading into week six. We'll see. We'll see. We we, we don't know what to make of the Chiefs. If Chris Jones is not playing, you, you, that could be potentially a difference maker in that game. Like that's where I like I might give the Jets the advantage in that. I mean, are we I get it that like I didn't conclude the Eagles or the Chiefs in this category because, because of the we look at them as I feel like those are front runners because those are the two teams that just represented the represented the Super Bowl. So and I'm not going to put them not in. to count the Chiefs, considering every year they're in the AFC Championship game. Since it's, Patrick and and, and kind of to be honest, and and it's the truth, the the, the Chiefs is kind of like the new Brady and Belichick. It's just like as long as Mahomes and and Andy Reid are there, they're going to have a chance. No matter what, no matter what the weapons on that team are, no matter what's on, who's on defense, who's going out there, and September seventh. You still have 15, and you still have the stash. As long as you have those two guys, but that also is a big but. We have to see how both these teams deal with and do moving on from having new coordinators because both of their offensive coordinators, the Eagles and the Chiefs I'm talking about, are not any, are not there anymore. The enemy's in Washington, and Steichman is in well, Indianapolis. Matt, I feel you still have Matt Nagy, who was who was there beforehand. So, We're it's not Matt Nagy. Well, Matt Nagy was there beforehand, behind me, and he's and if you watch the quarterback thing, you would see Matt Nagy looked like he was had more of an influence on the offense than the enemy did. So I'm not worried about it. I mean, no. As long as you have Mahomes, as long as you have Reed, you have a chance every week. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's, yeah, and that's exactly and how it cool. is. And, and like we said, when we started the show, we said, listen, we're we're already putting the Eagles and Chiefs as in a, a separate category. As a separate category, legit playoff Super Bowl contenders. Who else would you have as the top five? Listen, I can make the argument for the Cowboys, like we started the conversation. Talent wise, probably should be over to the Jets, maybe. Because it's like, well, do you really trust Rodgers and Dak? I listen, I don't know. I don't know. You can make the argument for a lot of teams. The Browns have like a how, legit how would you? Let me ask you this. How would you rank on the spot? Let me ask you on the spot. Who do you trust? Take away like the, this order right here. Between the Jets, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Jags. And the Jags. 
Because I feel mm. like that's the next tier. Ooh, and I see, I'm glad that, that and, and and you feel like that's the next tier of teams that are like, okay, you get like your Eagles, you get your Chiefs, Niners, Bills, Bengals, and then maybe the Ravens are right there. I'm not going to put the Ravens. I, I would put this way. Here's the thing. The How thing would you rank the, those four? Well, here's the thing. The Jaguars are those four teams I feel are the least talented of the four teams that you just listed. Are they? The Jets, Jets, Chargers, Cowboys are more talented to the Jags. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Offensive lines, defenses. The thing that keeps the Jaguars in the contention is they have one of the up-and-coming quarterbacks in Trevor Lawrence, and they have a legit Super Bowl-winning coach who's good enough. And it's like, do you trust McCarthy and Dak, or do you trust Trevor Lawrence and the Jags coach? Like, but you like you work at the Cowboys, you're like, but they have Parsons and the Jags don't. They have Demarcus Lawrence. They have two legit corners that the Jags don't. They have Tom, Tony Power. Do I really trust Travis Etienne? Like Evan Ingram is going to do it again. Like, do I really like? Calvin Ridley's legit. I get it. Better than CD Lamb, I'd take. Yeah. That's how I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Calvin Ridley has a huge year. I love it. Don't even think about it. Don't even, th 90, don't even think about it. 95 no, yards, like, like 1,300 yards, like eight touchdowns. Yeah. Don't I think, think so. Don't, don't, don't get your hopes up if you're trying to, if you're trying to hit. You know, if you're trying to hint at something right there, don't don't get your hopes up. Well, I, if I get the pick, depending on my fantasy. Um. <laughs> And the four teams, so you had the Jets. The oh no, Cowboys. let me. I gotta add the. I gotta add the Dolphins in there too because I think they're in that same category as well. Oh, we're just adding more and more teams to keep it up. Ah, There's right? only five. There's only five. So who was the five teams again? The Cowboys, Jags, Cowboys, Jags, Jags, Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Jets. Just straight up by by what you see right now, not even like the season right now. How would you rank them for trust Jets. factor and the most Jets. likely? Okay. Jets, Cowboys, Jacksonville, Chargers, Miami. Wow. Interesting. That's actually wow. You picked the Jets one. Cowboys two. Is it because is it just because of Rodgers? It's because of everything. It's because of Sauce, Reed, a defensive line, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson. And I know this team. One way or another, if something happens where there's shit in the bed, excuse my language, but oh, I don't. I, you're good. I can we, see them making a move, going after another receiver or an offensive lineman. Do like, they have hey, the best? Do they have the best set of weapons out of those five teams? I no. don't know. No, but I think overall that team is is legit. That deep. Listen, that defense won them like seven games last year, bro. Not why Zach. Not why Zach Wilson. Won seven games last year. I mean, come on. Like Zach Wilson beat the beat the Bills at home, like, and the defense was, and like, if if they had a competent quarterback last year, they win ten games. Now I get it. You can go through the schedule and be like, well, they had a against Joe. What was it? Joe Flacco was the quarterback, and they scored like fourteen points in the last minute and thirty. Yeah, against the Browns. Against the Browns. So you could say like, well, that's a phony win. I'm like, I get it, but like. I could also knock the Giants. I'll show you what they have, like 10 wins on, within single digits. Oh, so whoa, whoa. Why are we going to knock the Giants? And so do the Vikings. People in the media that, have already done that enough well, this offseason. And just like the Vikings, does that make them a bad team? Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Win's a win. Like how many times – you look at the end game of football and the NFL game of football. Go through everyone's schedule and tell me how many teams every week are getting blown out by 10 points. Majority of the games are within seven points. That's why when you look at the, the Vegas, great for the that's league. why when you look at the Vegas spreads are all three and a half, four and a half. It's great for, I think that's great for the league. This this isn't college football where there's a lot of blowouts. This is not college football. This is NFL. 
I get it. The worst team in the league is going to be is the Cardinals, and they're going to be hard to compete. But like we knocked the Patriots, but don't tell me the Patriots can't win games, right? Don't, yeah, don't like, tell me that the Patriots good. can't win seven, eight games this all this year. You know what I mean? Like the Raiders, they'll be competitive. They got players, bro. Josh Jacobs. I mean, Jimmy G, Devontae, they got people. Max Crosby. Hmm. We'll see what happens. McDaniels, he's a smart guy. Maybe they'll figure something out. Denver, we don't know what to make of them, but I mean, there's a lot of potential. The Titans, DeAndre and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, maybe they have a foul in youth. They always play hard defense. They always play really good defense. They're always well coached. I mean, we just I went think- through the Steelers, and the- I so that's my ranking. There you go. I respect it. I I think this is I think this is a season. I just that hope is- I'm not falling into the hype train of the Jets. I think you definitely are. Especially that last. I mean, this one, that's fine. I get the top five teams of, of teams that we think can make it to the Super Bowl. If you didn't know, mine were the 49ers at one, the Bills two, Bengals at three, Ravens four, and the Jets in five. Ted's was Ted, what were your five again? Was the Bengals one, 49ers two, Ravens three. Bills? Oh no, sorry, Bills three, Ravens four, Jets five. Okay. So we disregarded yeah, the Eagles and Chiefs from that category, but that's where I, I – when you put the Jets as the number one team out of those five teams that we just had, that second list, that's how I know you're buying. You're buying into the hype, man. You're legit You're legit all in on the Jets hype. I think I think Rodgers is a different character. I think Rodgers is loose and feeling good. And if I look at the quarterbacks, I'll take Rodgers over all those quarterbacks. Dak, yeah, obviously. Tua, yes. Herbert, Give me Rogers right now. Give me Rogers right now. Herbert and Herbert's got to prove. Herbert and T and T Law. Yeah. T Law has another. It needs to have another great year. But Herbert, Herbert's been great. He just can't win right now in the playoffs. Well, we'll see. Oh boy, that was interesting. I didn't think you'd go into the Jets. I'm surprised. Let me guess. You got that. You got them beating the Giants this year too. You know I don't root against my team. Are you sure? Yep. And yeah, actually, I did last year. It was working for me. Remember, I was going again. I was like, ah, the Titans are probably win. We'll play hard. Blah blah blah. So like, the Giants are all. You were like, just keep going against the Giants, baby. So bet Dallas. So bet Dallas. We no, need I'll Dallas. Never, we, I'll never bet. You know Dallas. what? I, you know. You know what I mean. Vote <laughs> Russia. Trey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Trey Lance is good. Trey Lance is going to start Week One. Could happen. A lot going on in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, is he going to have a new home by tomorrow? Watch. It's going to happen either some point today or like 6 o'clock sports. I bet it day. doesn't happen. Do you think he's not going to get traded? I don't think the Colts are going to settle. I think they just they did that just to say, oh, well, we gave him a shot to find someone. He couldn't find a trade that we liked. All right, gun to, your, gun to your head. Jonathan Taylor gets traded to who? I mean, I told you who I thought should trade for him. No, Gundy, who do you think? Jonathan Taylor is going to be. A, Jonathan Taylor is going to be. I mean, if if they should, I, it should be the Bears. Go help your quarterback out. You the got Bears. the receiver. That you got the DJ Moore. You got the number one. You want Justin Fields to succeed. Your offensive line should be a little better. Give him the running game, bro. Give him a legit running back, bro. Like, what are well, you talking about? I mean, I mean, hey, here. I mean, if if you're Jerry Jones, keep the party going. Go get Jonathan Taylor. Have a one-two punch of Tony Pollard and Jonathan Taylor. I mean, why are you encouraging? Why are you encouraging that? I mean, if you're not, I mean, the Eagles look like they were going after him. Why are we encouraging Bill, that? The Dolphins, 
The Bills. The Ravens. I, mean, I, I look at the Dolphins going, you know what? Maybe this is our, our all-in shot because we might have to pay two up. So we got to go all in now. What about the Ravens? They're not. They won't, and they probably don't have the budget for it, but I would think about it. I don't know what the money factor is. And I maybe I don't I don't have their draft picks in front of me. I don't know what their financials are, but the Ravens won't do it. I think the toughest situation. The Ravens about are that. not that team. The Ravens are the team that goes get like Gus Edwards and like this guy and that guy, and you're like they get yards out of them. So we'll see I what think, happens. I think the toughest situation about that whole thing is that he wants a long term deal. And we've already seen how the running backs have been getting treated this year. It's only going to get worse. Especially, so, when next, especially next year where you could have Saquon, Eckler, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry Jacobs. Possibly yeah. Nick Chubb if he wants Tony to restructure Pollard, his con, Tony Pollard. All possible available. So it's like, wait, do I really go after him for a long term when next year I might but be don't forget, to Taylor's only, he's only 24. He's so yeah. young. We'll see what happens. Man. I'm the Colts. I'm the Colts. Help your quarterback out. Keep That's what out. I'm saying, man. Your rookie quarterback. Like, what the hell's going? Why? Why would you even consider trading your best asset on your team? Considering you, you have, have no rookie receivers. quarterback, you have no receivers, you have no tight end. Your offensive line is kind of weak. Like, you want to talk about bad teams? <sighs> Them and Arizona are bad teams. The only thing that Colts got going from is they have Anthony Richardson and the Cardinals have. I don't know who do the Cardinals have. Oh, James Budapest. Connor, Marquise Brown. Great. Well, they have the number one pick. And number two, and number three, and number four. And everybody's going absolutely bonkers after Caleb Williams' game against San Jose State. I love when we get to play JV teams and everybody looks amazing. Hey, everyone freaked out when Reggie Bush had like 400 yards of total offense against Fresno State. So, Yo, Fresno was good that year. Don't disrespect Fresno. They were number 16 or number like 16 at the time in, that con- in, in the country that time. Yeah, USC was a different character then. Yeah, that was the same year. That, that, Vince, that, that was that the same team, year. Vince. That team was low. <laughs> but they didn't even win the title that year. I know. That's that's that was that's, the year. That was the Vince. Yeah, they blew that one. The fumble by Reggie Bush throwing it backwards. They got cocky. Yeah, because when you when you win so much and you're kicking everybody's ass oh, around yeah, the country, you can do whatever Ferrell you want. Plays, scout team quarterback and Snoop Dogg running routes and rappers and partying and it was a good time. They had a good time for themselves, but. Vince got the last. Could you block. imagine during that time being like li- being with the Florida Gators when they were dominant, like in, with T- Urban and Tebow, and then or Miami back in the day, and then USC? Well, like, can you imagine thing. being around well, during that time? Well, here's the other thing: you also didn't have social media like you did now. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You didn't have the TikToks, Instagrams, Facebook. I mean, they were Facebook was around. I mean, that was when I was in college. I don't really remember Instagram. It was probably there, but it was so small. It's not what it is now. You didn't have TikTok. You didn't have things going on. So, you know, with everything that's going on, technology is different. Who knows what you – Can you imagine the party scene there? Oh, my God. But you don't really – if you think about it, all the colleges, you don't really hear anything ever, big time in schools. Oh, we you know what mean? Miami was doing. Yeah, you know, Miami. I mean, think about it. You don't like – think about Alabama. You don't hear – Ohio State, you don't see many crazy things. No, it comes out 30 years later. Exactly. <laughs> Story between the lines. Yeah, right. No point intended. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, we are Keys of the City. I'm actually going to be posting an article I wrote about Big Blue, New York Giants. Can they piggyback off of last year's 2022-2023 surprising success? So check that out. When it is available, it should be posted soon enough. But we are Keys of the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out.
City Podcast.